songs. Hey everyone, welcome to Why Mommy Drinks. This is Betsy Stover. I am joined today by uh, two amazing people and I'm so excited. First of all, you know Amy Albert. She has been on the show a ton of times and uh, she's stepping in today as the guest co-host. Hi, Amy. Hi, my loves. How are you? God. Was that weird? That's sure. not like Halloween-y the way I said that. I don't know why. You know, <laughs> this isn't going to go out for like a month. Oh. I'm going to be talking about Halloween. So, you okay. know, uh, Halloween is evergreen, right? Um, uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> and I am so excited. She is an, a hilarious stand-up comedian. She's on the show with us today, Leanne Morgan. Hello, everybody. I, I am tickled to be here. I hope, can y'all hear a beagle? <laughs> I hear a beagle and it's delightful. Oh, good. Oh, good. That's little G. She's killer G is what we call her. She's cussing squirrels. Okay. <laughs> I'm glad she's given that, that squirrel an earful. Yeah, he's getting the business. Yeah. <laughs> oh. We looked out in the backyard today and our neighbor's cat was hanging out in there because cause they fucking never bring that cat inside. That poor cat. Why do they even have a cat? Oh, um, <laughs> I, I don't get it. And also it's not neutered. Oh, it's the worst. Okay. Oh. Yeah. This cat's just catting around, like probably impregnating everyone in the neighborhood. Mostly cats. <laughs> oh but, my God. Hot. Mostly cats. <laughs> mostly cats, I hope. I just got that very funny. <laughs> playing my husband was like I don't know what the cat has but the cat is so happy and is like flipping around and like going crazy and it was a dead lizard it's just out there playing with a dead lizard time of its life gross Uh, (laughs) I I don't I don't yeah uh, yeah, but you guys also like what was it possums you guys like (sighs) possums don't you right My, my husband likes possums I I think possums are cute when they're fuzzy, but most of the time they just look like a terrible rat. Yeah. Oh, okay. My, what? Your uh, husband uh, likes a possum? As a pain? <laughs> There's like a possum hanging out in our yard and he sees it every now and then. And he's very, he's on really good terms with that possum. Oh, well, that's good. Well, you don't I, see, we don't, you don't want to be against a possum. You know, they're frightened looking, but I'm sure they're sweet. Yeah, I don't know. I, 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 I mean, I know that like, this is like kind of a pro possum podcast now, but um, <laughs> I, I think we don't like can, to get political here, but that I, is I'm our platform. Platform. That is your platform. Okay. Um, I, can, I mean, they can fuck off all the time. I don't care what. <laughs> where age they're at like what stage they're in their life like if they like just like you know achieved a really big goal and want to share i don't care i do not they are horrifying all the time (gasps) okay Mm -hmm. so first of all um i made a diorama about possums in the first grade so i (laughs) feel a little bit of affinity i did oh dioramas i miss those those (laughs) are so fun that was back in the olden days when we called them opossums that's Um, right yeah oh yeah Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, what was I say? there is a Twitter feed and it's called like, what is it? It's like possum of the day or something. And it just puts out a new picture of a possum every day. And um, I have to say, uh, I, I'm an avid follower and I, oh, it's <laughs> strangely cute. There's a picture of a possum playing a tiny piano. Looks like it's singing. Uh, makes me happy. Oh, uh, <laughs> Uh, I I mean okay, all right. <laughs> I, let's stop talking about possums. <laughs> I have three kids. They are all boys. Um, four, eight, and ten. What have you got, Amy? I have two kids. I have a little girl who's five and a little boy who is two and a half. Oh my gosh, y'all are babies, and y'all have babies. <laughs> oh my gosh, y'all. Uh, okay, I am a hundred, and I have, now I have um, a boy and two girls, and my boy is twenty-seven. My middle child is twenty-four, and my baby is twenty-two. And my twenty-seven-year-old 
is about to have his first baby, he and his wife, December Aww. the 9th, a little boy. Oh, oh Thank you. We are on fire. I mean, on fire. My husband and I think it's our baby. We all think oh. it's our baby. It's not their baby. It's our baby. Oh. So we're very, very excited. But, oh, y'all got little children. So in the middle of this national pandemic, y'all are having to homeschool and do with little children? Yes. Yeah. Oh, I can't imagine. I it can't sucks. imagine. It sucks so many butts. I like oh. I have become the worst person. Like, this is can't. not bringing the best out in me at all. Nope. 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 Oh my gosh. I don't know. See, I'm I my kids are like, hey, you want to watch something on Netflix? And and they come over and I, I don't have to teach anybody anything. Mm, I couldn't yeah. have taught them anything when I was when I had children y'all's age. I could not have done. I would have ta- I would have said, let's watch Real Housewives. <laughs> that's my instinct too Leanne that's so amazing that you said that because I, I always said it's a joke like oh my god if I ever had to homeschool my kids they would just straight up never learn how to read and I would just teach them how to steal shit like I don't know and now I'm like actually responsible for teaching one of them how to read and I'm like this is not gonna end up well for her clearly oh. <laughs> yeah. oh. I mean, I've talked about it on the show before, but my four and a half year old, he's just feral. Um, <laughs> I, I keep just being like, go find an app that will teach you to read. Go find it and then go play it because I'm doing shit. Yeah. It, it's impossible. <laughs> he's, I mean, mm. I hope, I hope he learns something. He, luckily, he's the only child that really listens to me. So I do, I'll tell him to go get on an educational iPad app and he will. Um, so I think he's. Oh. Kind of learning because he's from heaven. He's so good. Oh, I love him so much. oh, see, I know. I've got, I've got those, and I've got those who didn't listen and wouldn't have done. They wouldn't have done a thing like that. Oh so, man. Well, I feel for y'all. I really do. I feel for y'all. Y'all will get through it. But I mean, this has got to be a hard time for moms with young children. Yeah, it's not. Yeah, it's not the best time of it's not my favorite favorite season 2020 now leanne where are are you in los angeles where are you now no my darling i'm in knoxville tennessee near the hollywood oh i knew you were from tennessee i could tell my husband's from memphis and i could tell that like i could tell that accent oh Oh my God, yes, I'm 30 minutes from now. See, Dolly Parton's blown up even more than she always has. And um, I'm 30 minutes from Dollywood. (gasps) I'm in Mm -hmm. I'm looking, I can see the Smoky Mountains from my driveway. I have to get out in the driveway and stand on my tiptoes, but we're in a beautiful part of the United States. So y'all are in Los Angeles? Yes. Yes, and it's also on fire. Yes. So we can't go outside. <laughs> yeah, you, you know, when I was living in New York City, I was doing a lot of auditioning for musical theater. And I went to, I think, South Carolina to do like this big conference. And um, I think two places offered to hire me out of like 500. So fuck them. But two of the places <laughs> that liked me and one of them was Dollywood. Uh, and they were going to hire me to come um, like sing and stuff for them. Oh. I didn't. Yeah, I didn't take it. Now I wish I did because I have friends. I had friends who worked there and said it's so fun. Oh, it is. It's beautiful. And I, I don't know. I never could sing and dance, but there's a there's a lot of I've taken my kids many a time out of school and we've gone to Dollywood. Oh, that's so great. Mm-hmm. I was fun. I was a fun mom. We had a lot of fun. Oh, God. Bless. I yeah. believe in fun. <laughs> that's good. I feel, See, I, I think like that I'm, you would do yeah. totally fine through the pandemic with little kids because, you know, you would make it fun. I, I don't know, y'all. I think that's so hard on y'all. I don't know how y'all are doing it, but um, <laughs> my grandbaby will come right in the middle of this, and then we'll see. We're all going to we, – we, people tell us all the time he's never going to learn how to walk and talk because of y'all. Because we won't put him down. <laughs> oh. him in the mouth and he won't get to talk. But oh, that's so cute. 
It's so wonderful. It is wonderful. And people have said to me, oh, it is the best thing that ever happens to you is becoming a grandparent. And I am receiving that. I'm receiving it. And people say, oh, you're going to have so much material. (laughs) Yes. You know, in your stand up. And I I need that. I need that because all all I can think of is pandemic material. Nobody wants to hear that. (laughs) (laughs) That's how I've been feeling on this show. It's, I'm used to having like an influx of, you know, like input and we don't go anywhere or do anything. And every week I'm like, oh God, what am I going to talk about? It's just the same old sad things. (laughs) I know. I know. Me too. Me too. For a lot of us, the holidays are going to look really different this year. There might be certain traditions that we're used to doing and we can't do them this year. But that doesn't mean we can't make new traditions and new memories. I've talked to you about StoryWorth before and you know how much I love it. StoryWorth is an online service that helps your loved ones share stories through thought-provoking questions about their memories and their personal thoughts. And it's a really fun way to engage with family, especially those that we can't see in person. My grandpa is in his 90s. He lives halfway across the country, and there are all sorts of reasons we can't see him this holiday season. But every week, StoryWorth emails him a different story prompt, questions that I may have never thought to ask, like, what's a small decision that ended up having a big impact on your life? Or if you could see into the future, what would you want to find out? You can also make up your own questions and your own story prompts. Reading the weekly stories are fun, and it makes your family feel close, even when you're not together. And after one year, StoryWorth compiles all of the stories, including photos, into a beautiful keepsake book that's shipped for free. This is something that is going to be cherished for generations. All of these amazing stories that my grandpa tells are now going to be in a book for my children and their children. And if you want, you could even order copies for the whole family. Give your loved ones the gift of spending time together, wherever you live with StoryWorth. Get started right away with no shipping required by going to storyworth.com WMD. You'll get $10 off your first purchase. That's storyworth.com WMD for $10 off. It's a really special gift that your family will never forget. Maybe you haven't always thought of socks as the perfect gift or the perfect way to give back, but actually Bomba's socks were made to give. Literally, when you give a pair of super comfortable Bomba's socks, you're not only giving someone a gift they will totally love, you're also donating a specially designed pair to someone in need. Because for every pair of socks that Bomba's sells, they donate a pair to someone experiencing homelessness across the U.S. And since socks are the number one most requested clothing item in homeless shelters, the generosity of giving Bombas will make a meaningful impact this holiday season. And that's kind of what it's all about, right? Bombas are specially engineered to be the most comfortable pair of socks that you and everyone on your gift list has ever worn. They spent years perfecting every detail, like eliminating those annoying toe seams, making sure that their socks never slip, and creating a special midfoot support system, which I really love. I have high arches and and I've had foot problems in the past, and I really love the way that my Bombas socks cradle my arches. Plus, Bombas comes in tons of different colors and styles, including athletic performance socks, limited edition holiday socks, dress socks, and socks made from merino wool, a natural wonder fiber that's super warm and incredibly soft and naturally moisture wicking. The generosity of Bombas customers has allowed them to donate over 40 million pairs of socks and counting through their nationwide network of 3,000 giving partners. Plus, Bomba's socks are 100% backed for life. So if you and anyone you give them to aren't happy with them, just reach out to their customer happiness team who will issue a refund or an exchange. From comfort to kindness and everything in between, Bomba's aren't just givable, they were made to give. Go to bombas.com WMD today and get 20% off your purchase during their big holiday sale, November 18th through December 2nd. So that's Bombas, B-O-M-B-A-S, like bomb, it's the bomb, on your feet.com slash WMD for 20% off, bombas.com slash WMD. 
Well, here, let me let me go ahead and start. I'll tell you all uh, what has been breaking me. It's actually two little things, I guess. Um, so the first is, like I was telling you, my four and a half year old, you know, he is he's my little buddy. He is, um, you know, the the older two, the eight year old and the 10 year old, they're always kind of together. They're doing stuff. But my four and a half year old, he's just, you know, too young for them to really find interesting a lot of the time and um and he's not learning anything so he's just kind of hanging out anyway so he's like my one kid who really listens and um is like a helper um that sort of thing yeah it's really amazing and now that I've had those two others I'm like okay I have to really capitalize on this like (laughs) (laughs) yeah He's also my snuggler. Like every time I had those two others and I was like, oh, I need another kid who's a snuggler. So finally oh, I got yeah. my snuggler. Um, <laughs> so, <clears throat> excuse me. So he, um, I forget what we were doing, but okay. So the other two, you know, they're older. We've had lots of times where they have, gotten upset and yelled terrible things or you know tried to hit or kick or something like that but that has never happened with my four and a half year old until recently um and he he I forget what he got mad about but he was really mad at his brothers and somehow I got in the fray and Mm. he um and he like balled up his little fist and hit me. Oh. And uh and I I felt so betrayed because oh. it was sort of like I thought you were different. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'd expect that from the other two, but you oh. my snuggler. Yeah. Um, the baby. Mm-hmm. My baby. Like and he's the one who's sort of most like me um, in a lot of ways. <laughs> so, you know, he likes order um, and, oh. and, he's, and he's very silly. So he tried to hit me or maybe he did. And I felt like with the other two, when that sort of thing happened, I wasn't able to really... You know, I would do that whole thing where it's like, hands are not for hitting, you can't hit me, blah, blah, blah. But I felt like with this guy, um, well, anyway, so then he tried to kick me, I think, because I I was like, you need to go upstairs and um, take some time to think about, you know, you need to calm down and think about how that wasn't okay, because you really hurt my feelings when you hit me um, and not blah, 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 blah. Um, and so I, I get him on the stairs and he's like mad and then he tries to kick me and it was the same sort of thing. It was like, it was kind of the idea of him hitting or kicking, but like, he wasn't really trying to hurt me. Mm -hmm. So, so yeah, but it was like a very deliberate, like he looked at his fist, he looked at his foot and like looked at me and then tried to, to, you know, wield it. And, um, and every time he did it, I was like, oh, I can't believe he did that. That's, it really hurts my feelings. And it truly did um, because the other two are animals, but he's, he's my buddy. <laughs> and, um, and so I sent him upstairs and it was, I think it was like maybe the first time he had ever been sent like upstairs to think about his crimes and uh, he was so upset about it. He was so, like, it really deeply, <laughs> like, affected him. Again, the other two are, like, psychopaths. They're like, whatever. I'm not thinking about any, I'm not learning anything. I am aggrieved here, and I shall always hit and kick, and who cares? But this guy was like, oh, like, it really got through to him, which was really great. Um and then we talked about it later, and um, and I think he got it. But it was the first time he had ever like pulled that shit. Wow! With well, Betsy, me. he hit a wall, honey. He hit a wall, and he didn't know what else to do. He can't help yeah. it. Everybody snaps. Yeah. <laughs> you know. And there you go. Seven months into the pandemic, and like he snapped. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and, and honestly, he's doing a better job than all the rest of us. <laughs> Oh, yeah. <clears throat> so, yeah, that was one thing that broke me a little. And then the other thing is that, so 
tomorrow, so we're in the time machine, listener. Um, but tomorrow <laughs> is <laughs> Halloween, and uh, and it's a really weird Halloween here in Los Angeles because we're not going to be going trick or treating. Um, we're not doing the regular things that you would do at school, like come in your costume and maybe have a little costume oh. parade and a party. Like just, it's, yeah. it sucks. None of that mm. fun stuff is happening. Just ugh, birthday mm. party, Halloween. It just all sucks. Yeah. So, <clears throat> so, uh, so it was really hard to even get them to be like excited about a costume or anything this year. Sorry. Hang on. I'm having some. <clears throat> issues <laughs> is it the far it is actually it's the poor air quality the air quality is usually it's it's not green like you might find in tennessee but it's usually yellow but lately oh. it's been like oh, dark red um it's just like don't go outside it's not healthy yeah okay so, oh. so that i mean so that's another fucking reason like we're going nuts like we had a few days there where we had the windows open and stuff and it was like, oh, right. This was making me very sad because yeah. it was just recycled air and we couldn't be outside and, um, and it was really glorious. And then it happened again. So we had to like shut everything up and stay inside. And I think that's really like adding to the sadness and stress around here. So anyway, I was going to say, are, how are you not running down the road with your bra on the outside of your clothes? Because I don't know. That's a lot. It is with. a lot, Leah. It is. Yeah. I, I is. mean, I, I'll be very honest. I am having a lot of trouble um, functioning normally. Um, like in a nor I'm not, I'm not able to function on a pretty basic level right now. Um, although the thing that's making me feel a little better is I've been talking to other, you know, moms in LA who are, you know, having a similar, um, experience and they are saying the same thing. So, uh, <laughs> hopefully, hopefully they're not just lying, uh, to make me feel better, but I think we're all just having a lot of so wait, What do you mean when you say functioning normally? Like, um, <clears throat> Like you feel like you're like you're getting upset more or no, I'm having trouble functioning, like getting out of bed, feeding oh, myself, it. showering. Oh, mm -hmm. let's see. Getting into yeah. Can y'all get an RV? Can y'all get an RV and start you traveling know? towards Dollywood? No. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's just a lot. Um, and I hate talking about it because it is so sad. It's depressing. <laughs> Um, and it, you know, and we are, uh, in comedy and you want, of course, to keep things, um, you know, light. Mm -hmm. Um, but, but yeah, shit is so grim right now. Yeah. Okay. And you can't work. You're not working out doing stand up or anything. Right. <laughs> right. Right. I'm, I can't really audition like I normally would. I mean, luckily I do voiceover, but no one's been hiring me, probably because Julia Roberts is also at home uh, doing oh. voiceover. You know what oh. I mean? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I know. Cheaped. Uh, I have been teaching improv comedy from home, which is bizarre. <laughs> <laughs> I want to be on that class. Come take my class. Um, okay, so let's see. So, so, so I got my youngest to figure out what his costume was. Finally, he's a rainbow cat. He's a rainbow oh, cat, babe. It's easy to make happen. I got some rainbow pajamas. I bought a rainbow set of ears and a tail. We're set. Oh. But then I kept asking the other two what they wanted to be, and I think they were just. They knew. They knew that this year sucks, and they were like, I don't know. Like, they just couldn't drum up enthusiasm. Mm -hmm. And normally, we get enthusiastic. We all have, like, normally, like, a matching costume. Um, one year, we were all cats. One year, we were all, um, they were, like, dragons, and we were um, Khaleesi and um, whatever the fuck. Uh, start what? What? Winter? <laughs> John Snow. Snow. John Snow. Thank you. Oh my God. Yeah. Can you hear my stupid memory palace there? Winter. We all talk about Game of Thrones. Yes. And the winter yes. is coming. Oh gosh. You're wrong. It's coming. We had no idea. So. 
So usually everyone gets really excited and we'll have like a group costume this year. Yeah, no one could get excited. And so um, and so I, I finally, my eight-year-old was like, I want to be a Hershey bar. And I was like, okay. Um, but I was pretty excited because I was like, that is easy for me to make. Uh, I can, I literally have like brown fabric just laying around and I'll just put some letters on it. We'll call it a day. <laughs> and I'm thinking as a child of the, as a child of the 80s and 90s, you know, like your mom would just make you like two pieces of cardboard and some duct tape on it. And she'd be like, there you go. You're a fucking Hershey bar. Right, right. <laughs> so I was like, great. I make you like, I'm, I'm going to take this piece of fabric. I'm going to, it's just a long rectangle. I'm going to cut a hole in the middle for your head. I'm going to put the letters on it and we're going to call it a day. Um, <laughs> so I made it and I was like, it's, it's simple. It's real minimalist, but you know, I think it's pretty good. And my, uh, and so this morning, my, I, I, I put it out there to like dry because it had glue on it. And uh, my eight-year-old comes up and he's like, I saw the costume. And I was like, oh yeah, are you going to wear it today? And he was like, well, um, and the way he said it was so beautiful. I, I'm actually very impressed. But he essentially was like, um, I think I'm going to wait until maybe you're done making it. Oh my God. <laughs> And I was like, oh, oh my God. Because it's not done. Huh? And he's like, no, I, I think it needs something else. And I'm like, mm-hmm, okay. Because he, he essentially was like, it looks like a sandwich board. And I was <laughs> like, mm-hmm. Uh, and in my mind, I was like, yeah, great, right? And it's, and you can sit in it because it's fabric. So it's even better than that. Yeah. <laughs> um, and he was like, okay, well uh let's um let's let's make it better for tomorrow (laughs) and I was like great we will discuss that so um so I guess that's not good enough fair enough um but then my 10 year old this year he just couldn't get any enthusiasm and he was like I'm not gonna be anything and that's the first time yeah like this year he like started sort of that journey towards puberty and and just him not wanting to be anything for Halloween I'm like oh shit like yeah. that I can just feel the it's like fleeting childhood it's like it's 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 slipping out of my hand I just hope that this is not his last I mean I I hope he dresses up next year I think he will yeah, yeah, I bet he will. And I bet when middle school comes, those kids will start having Halloween parties at that age. Oh. And he'll start going over to somebody's house and he'll need a costume. Okay. But yeah. little girls, the little girls will have on whore outfits, Betsy. <laughs> but you'll have to be careful because you'll see girls with, with – um, porn stuff like uh like um thigh highs. you know thigh highs with the nursing out there it's, it's like the nastiest thing you've ever seen and it happens in middle school and you'll you'll be shocked because you'll be like that her mama let her come out in that maiden outfit with a uh, with what am I trying to, you know, those stockings? What are those yes, stockings? Yes, yes. Oh, high highs, yeah. Oh, high yeah. highs with the heel. I mean, just crazy. Like, what in the world? It yeah. goes from like a little Disney princess to whore. <laughs> <laughs> it really does. That's amazing. Yeah. And then you'll be begging him not to go. You'll be going, I don't know, baby. I don't know if you ought to go. There's some whores having a party. <laughs> Tell me that you Did your daughter ever approach you wanting a, a costume like that? No, but it's because I shut it down yeah. because my boy's the oldest. So he went to a middle school party where I'm not kidding. There were like he had on a little camo outfit like he was a soldier. He was very, very innocent being the first child. And then but there, the little girls there were in, I mean, like a. I keep saying it's not thigh highs. What is that? Um, not fishnet. But anyway, they had tight, like little bitty dresses on that looked like something you dress up for your husband. It was like nurses and um, yeah. and like vampire girl. And then 
but it was, you could see her panties and then it would be, you know, and he was horrified. I mean, like he came home and was just like in a daze, like you won't believe what was at this party. <laughs> I mean, it was, he was just in shock because he still thought everybody was going to come over as a, you know, like an M&M. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and so I think I had some big like yelling, like, oh my Lord, the world's coming to an end and y'all will never have these outfits on. So my girls never asked to wear them. Because they knew I was, I mean, I was so mad. I, it was just shocking to me. It was like, like that Netflix cuties. I mean, just sexualized party city outfits. Just crazy. It's got to be hard. I mean, we've talked about this a little bit on this show. It's got to also be hard, though, because you want to, right? You don't want them to feel ashamed about sex or sexuality or their bodies but at the same time you want them to move in the world appropriately in a way that demands respect yeah good <laughs> word Betsy appropriate you know I mean yeah you know 11 year old girl in a porn outfit just wrong a porn outfit is my favorite thing it's just a porn outfit you know when you have porn uh, <laughs> um that is so uh, you know, I have to tell you, I I fancy myself like not a very whorish person. Um, really? yeah. oh, oh my god, thank you, thank you, Ashton, thank you. Um, I love that anyone would be like, I fancy myself a whore. <laughs> like, I mean, in the way, <laughs> I mean, in the way that like I don't think of myself necessarily as like a sexy person you know like I get I, it I get it I'm yeah. I'm kind of prudish and tomboyish I I understand what you're saying yeah yeah and so I um and so I, I don't I guess I blocked out the memories of my horror years where I was <laughs> because I found this picture of when I was waitressing at Ellen Stardust Diner in New York City um and I was I was like I'm gonna be Wonder Woman and so I picked up one of these costumes from god what was that place called Halloween Adventure and no oh I love that place no um no it's like one of those stores Ricky's whenever a Ricky's, oh, yes. Ricky's. I love that. Oh, it was like god. Halloween Adventure oh what no it wasn't I know what you're talking about though yeah that was where like drag queens got all their stuff Yes, I loved it there. So I were, I went there and picked up like a Wonder Woman costume, not really knowing what I was getting. And then I got to the restaurant and I put it on and it was like a fucking thong. Like, and it was like bush everywhere. Like, not good. You know, it was cold. It stopped, you know, tending. And I was like, oh my God. What am I going to do? So I ended up tying two um, aprons around, one around the front, one around the back, and just like tucking in my butthole the whole day. <laughs> insane. Not, like, I mean, I have like those like dance tights on that are sort of, but it's like, I, and to be honest, I don't think it was meant to be a thong. I have a very hungry ass and like all of my, all of my underwear, seriously, my whole life, all of my underwear just like crawls up there anyway. So it's like, maybe it wasn't a thong, but it was like way up my ass. Hungry ass. <laughs> oh my God. That's such a good parody. Thank you. And then you had to wait tables all night. I waited tables. That's hard when your, your uh, panties are in your doings and you're trying to serve. <laughs> Yes. You know, white tables <laughs> is hard enough. Life has been a little overwhelming lately, right? We don't all have the support system in place that we normally do. And you might be feeling less happy and productive than normal. And you might be thinking, maybe it's time to talk to somebody so that you can start living your best life. BetterHelp is a safe and private online environment. They will assess your needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist. And you can send a message to your counselor at any time and you'll get timely and thoughtful responses. Plus, you can schedule weekly video or phone sessions. And this is all without having to leave your house, <laughs> you know, find parking, sit in an uncomfortable waiting room, get a babysitter, all of that. BetterHelp is available for clients worldwide. 
and there's a broad range of expertise available, which might not even be available in your area. They have licensed professional counselors who specialize in depression, stress, anxiety, relationships, sleeping, trauma, family conflicts, grief, anger, self-esteem, LGBT matters. It's professional, convenient, and it's more affordable than traditional online counseling, and financial aid is available. Everything you share is confidential. So many people have been going to BetterHelp that they are recruiting additional counselors in all 50 states. So I want you to start living a happier life today. So as a Why Mommy Drinks listener, you're going to get 10% off your first month of online counseling by visiting betterhelp.com drinks. Join over 1 million people taking charge of their mental health. Again, that's betterhelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash drinks. Our sponsor this week is Drops. Drops delivers powerful cleaning from nature with plant and mineral-based formulas to your door in low-waste cardboard packaging instead of plastic containers that end up in our oceans and landfills. You can sign up for auto shipments to save big, and you can pause, skip, or cancel at any time. Drops sent me their products, and I loved them. First of all, they have a dishwasher detergent pod. You just stick it in there and it does the job. Usually we buy these name brand, not at all eco-responsible dishwasher pods, but these were every bit as good and way more eco-friendly. They also have a whole host of stuff for your laundry. They have sensitive skin laundry detergent pods. They're safe and gentle for skin allergies like eczema, so you can wash your baby's laundry and not have to worry that they're going to get a skin rash. They have stain and odor laundry detergent pods. And if you're like me, uh, stains, odors, (laughs) that's a big thing with all of our laundry. It helps remove the toughest stains and keeps your fabric smelling fresh. They also sell Oxy Booster Pods, which are a chlorine-free, color-safe bleach alternative. Wool dryer balls designed to replace disposable dryer sheets. I've been using those ever since they sent them to me like a year ago, and they're really great. They also sent me these little fabric softener pods, and when I saw them, I was worried because scent is always a really big issue for me, but I used them, and they smell amazing. It's not an overpowering, flowery scent like a lot of store brand stuff. It was a way more subtle, more like an herbal smell, and I'm surprised to find that I really like it. If you're someone who's into reviews and ratings, Drops has over 10,000 five-star reviews. You know, normally I'm putting in liquid detergent and then I'm putting in liquid softener and then I'm adding water to that. And then I'm putting in some sort of stain thing and, and that's a powder in the drum of the machine. It's a whole bunch of steps and mess. But with Drops, you just throw in a few pods, you call it a day. It's terrific. But best of all, it's eco-responsible packaging, it's eco-friendly cleaning solutions, and they contain plant-based ingredients. So visit drops.com WMD and use the code WMD for 25% off your first order. That's drops with two P's, D-R-O-P-P-S dot com slash WMD and use code WMD for 25% off your first order. Try them out. I think you'll really like them. Well, Amy, can you tell everybody what has broken you, please? Um, yes. Well, the main thing that's broken me, and I'm looking behind me because my daughter was actually staring at me for 20 minutes outside the door, and I didn't realize it till a few minutes ago. Um, my daughter is in like this, first of all, she's hilarious. Like, she's a super funny weirdo. And and I, I just adore her so much. Um, but she does like disgusting shit um to like torture me um and like i she's just like in this gross phase where like she says gross shit and she does gross shit and i like and she kind of like gets excited like when i gag like she thinks it's like you know and so she's her main thing now i get it like from her point of view this sounds like Fun. I get it's, it. it's a fun game to watch mommy's eyes water because she's gagging because you yeah. like yanked out a huge booger and like you know like just stuff it that I'm like fun to learn what your parents buttons are and then push them and, and yep. have them have involuntary reactions that is good times 
Yes, it is. And I get it. I mean, my par- I tortured my parents like well into my 30s. Um, so My favorite was just to lie and say a crazy thing and then wait to see if my mom would react. Oh. <laughs> she would always believe me, even if it was just insane. Yeah. Oh, that's nice. My parents never believed me. They were like, no. <laughs> Nothing you're saying is true. No. Um, so, okay. So lately she's she's basically playing her version of the penis game. You know, when like you're in public and you yell out, penis, penis, and it, whoever gets, no one has ever played. This okay. is a fun um, game that I've never played. <laughs> the penis game. You know, where like you're with your friends in a mall and someone says penis and then you have to say it louder and then they say it louder and you see uh so it is a fun game invited to play it well listen you are formally invited (laughs) (laughs) i'm gonna send out an evite today um so (laughs) so um so but she um instead of penis just screams vagina everywhere but she doesn't say vagina she just says gina like how donald trump says China. China. She says, "China," like that. China. Um, and yeah. So and so we were like in a Target. She's fun. She is really fun. Um, she's funny. She's hilarious. But it's also like, okay, fuck off a little bit because um, so we were we were in Target, um, and this was a while back. But this is kind of like when it all began. She, I was wearing like a big, like long skirt, and so she was going under the skirt, and I was like, uh-huh, okay, yeah. And then she'd run out, and you know, so we. I was paying, and I was in line. She went under my skirt, and I was like, well, come on. And she goes, mommy. I'm smelling your vagina. Oh my God. I'm smelling your vagina. (laughs) And it was like, it was. I love that she announced it. I I love that she was compelled uh, to say that. My kids uh, yeah. no, try to shame. sniff butts all the time, and they're like, "I'm sniffing your butt. <laughs> I smell your butt." <laughs> um, Although there's something real special about having someone smell your vagina and yell it in public. <laughs> I'm smelling like I'm in the I'm in the midst of smell. Yeah, it was, it was so and so. So that was kind of when I was like, "Oh fuck!" Like this, is, I can tell because I was like, "Oh my god." like totally and she was like yeah num 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 now she's now she has me so she um so she's been like you know testing out more and more of these words that will freak me out and so um oh she also does this thing where she licks me like she'll and I hate it me and it's like and it's like constant and I'm like please so so that's awful it's, it's it's bad um so i was like honey stop licking me i cannot so she's like i'm gonna lick you i'm gonna lick you then she says i'm gonna lick your vagina oh, no. two of her favorite offensive things and i was like okay um um i don't have the bandwidth to actually uh, absorb and handle everything that you just said i understand where it's coming from you know that i'm that you said something shocking to me and that i'm shaking on the inside um but i can't actually address it so i'm gonna step away like it was so insane and then she was like oh another thing oh my god and like I try to keep my cool because you know when like a kid says fuck you're not supposed to laugh and I'm right. always laughing because it's hilarious right and, and she and you know if you're like <gasps> then she'll know oh I've got it if I say yeah. lick your vagina now I will always <laughs> make her react yeah yeah and I'm like why don't you tell you, uh daddy that idea <laughs> just kidding um just kidding pass it along to him <laughs> see what he says um so that's so stupid done so stupid um <laughs> babe I just made the be- the worst joke my husband just came in here <laughs> okay babe babe I just told everyone that you won't 
<laughs> Go down on me. So sorry to get that word out. Um, okay, I'm now in the in our um our pantry and I'm standing <laughs> on the pad where my dog pees. So I'm ready. <laughs> yeah. Y'all are y'all are at the stage in life where you gotta do what you gotta do. Yeah. With a yeah. bunch of little children and husbands and everybody knocking on the door. Yes. And you don't have any peace, right? I remember that. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. See, I'm Where very, I'm, I have a lot of peace and I'm very lonely. Oh. <laughs> I'm okay. No, I'm okay. But I remember at, in y'all's stage of life and when I was so much younger and had little children, I remember thinking if I could just go to the bathroom and shut the door by myself, oh, I, yeah. it would be like somebody sent me the Bahamas. And yes. Yeah. And I remember, and I always have had trouble pooping anyway. And then, with you know, it just, you got to be in the right state of mind. And then I would shut the door and then somebody would yell, hey, mama, open this piece of ham, and this package of ham, and slide a package of ham on the doorstep. And I would automatically, like, my body would clench and I would not poop for another four days. Oh no. No, I remember I remember that. And just thinking, can everybody leave me alone? And I had a dachshund that has gone to dachshund heaven now, but Aww. she was it was always three little children and a dachshund with me every minute of every day. Yeah. On me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and everybody played my butt. Like my kids loved my butt <laughs> and wanted to play on it and open it and wallow in it. You know, you all little children want to do that, touch you and hold on to you. And yes. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> one, day, one day it'll stop. I'm, I'm not kidding. And you'll be like, where is everybody? Like for years, yeah. I was driving in a big SUV with a crock pot plugged into the back, taking oh. everybody to some kind of practice or something. Yeah. And I remember just thinking, if I could just be at home, if I didn't have to be in the car all the time. And then now, see, I, I mean, you, you go, you, that happens, and then all of a sudden they start driving, and then you don't, they drive themselves, and then, and it's, but I'm, it's happy, all of it's happy, happy right. stages, so, but I know y'all are, y'all got probably kids looking at you right now while you're trying to do this podcast. Quite literally, he's standing <laughs> outside of the pantry staring at me. <laughs> My husband just came in to grab something, but I'm facing away from the door. And, uh, and of course, I have headphones on. I'm listening to you all, and I'm engaged in what you're saying. All of a sudden, my husband just poked me in the side. And I don't know if you heard me scream, but uh, he <laughs> wanted to get something out of the desk drawer, and it scared the shit out of me. But, yes, I feel like if it's not my kids, it's my husband. Uh, um, you know, like sometimes he'll go, it used to be like this when we had a dog too. It was like the kids would finally get into bed and then the dog would be like, let's play. And you're like, fucking what? <laughs> and it's the same sort of thing. It's like the kids finally go to bed and then my husband comes down. He's like, and then he, he wants, of course he wants to talk to a human being, which I get, but then he's like monologuing and I'm just like, I fucking can't, I can't hear you. I, yeah. I, please stop talking. Yeah. Well, mine does not chat. My husband does not want to talk to me. He just wants to grab my breast. <laughs> oh, yeah. Simple. He does, simple. Yeah. He doesn't like to make eye contact. And, uh, yeah. I would beg my children, come sleep with mom and dad. I mean, because I, I just feel like everybody wants me, you know. Yes. It was... Yeah. Yeah, everybody wanted to touch me, talk to me, needed yeah. something. There's yeah. a there's a phrase for it. I don't know if there the if you were familiar with it when when you were experiencing this actively, but it's called touched out. <gasps> no, oh, we did not have that term. Touched out, and it's so perfect. Yeah, I'm fucking touched out. Uh huh. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I felt that a lot. I well, felt Amy. That a lot. Amy, that's crazy. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Also, I think my husband wants me to tell you he does go down on me. I don't know. Whatever. He just, whatever. He's like, don't spread that around. Like, that is not funny. 
<laughs> I know. What a, what a friendly guy. Oh, my God. By the way, his mom's probably going to listen to this. So, okay. <laughs> Moving on. Um, but poor Nick. He's like, what, what if something happens to you and you die and I have to get remarried and then <laughs> word's going to be out that I don't uh, go down on women. So please set it, set it straight for the record. Well, um, luckily for him, um, I'm going to say like the moment before I die, I'm going to look him in the eyes. I'm going to go, sweetheart, I want you to die alone. Oh, and then I'll die. <laughs> so he's like, oh, no. <laughs> well, Leanne, can, can you please it? tell us what has uh, what has broken you? Oh, my gosh, y'all. When I, I, I mean, I. There are so many things. I've got 20 years of brokenness. Oh, I can't wait. When I think of, I mean, being a mom, it's been the best thing that's ever happened to me. But at the same time, I mean, I could just think of more things that are just, the, uh, okay. What I was thinking <laughs> of, what I was thinking of was when my children were little bitty, I mean, babies, like um, they were five, three, and 18 months. Oh, shit. And my husband, uh-huh, and my, we were living in Morristown, Tennessee, the, the town he was raised in. And we were, he had been promoted and had been asked to go and take care of, in his company, all of Arizona and New Mexico. And we were going to move to Arizona and we could not sell our house. It was just that time of, in a time where you just couldn't sell your house. And so I had these three babies. He was gone for eight months. <gasps> he would come home once a month mm, and I oh was, uh -huh, and I was by myself with no help. And he, um, okay. So he was always, he's in the mobile home industry, manufactured housing. It's a Warren Buffett company, Berkshire Hathaway. And so he would take men out to these nice dinners and they would, you know, have beers and and eat steak and have all this, you know, and he was in a hotel room um saying mm. so he had you know a maid and everything and oh, so, so you were consumed decided, with like jealousy and rage over his lifestyle oh, well oh i couldn't go to burger king so yeah. i was so he would he started taking care of himself like getting on a treadmill every night in the hotel and then doing the sugar busters diet and so he lost 30 pounds what and wow. I, I gained I gained 20 from the stress because I had a realtor who was darling, a man named Fred, who was a part-time Methodist minister, part-time realtor who looked like the Shoney's big boy. I don't know if y'all remember Shoney's, but the restaurant. He had a, My husband a, a kind of looks like Shoney's big boy. Oh, yeah. yeah. And he, he was a doll. <laughs> and he would come to the door to... um because he was our realtor and my, to show our house and my boy was pretty, he was always playing. He loved his toys and he was fine. And then the middle one, she would, she would go to the closet. I don't know why and get in the closet and pee. So she would pee in the car, on the carpet, in the closet when Fred would show up. And then my baby, my baby would love to take her clothes off and love to be naked, but loved a good red shoe. And so she would always sit down <laughs> to her red shoes and then do handstands for Fred. And Fred would clap and go, yay, that's a good one. I'll give you a 10. That's a good one. <laughs> I, just, I just remember, I mean, I didn't have any help. I didn't. I mean, I had my girlfriends that helped me. I mean, we all helped each other. But I just remember feeling so down like I can't do this much longer and I heard mm. my husband say later in life he goes you know we should have never done that I should have just gone on and rented that house out or just let it sit there and move my family with me it was really hard because also he would come home and expect everybody to act like a 35 year old uh, mobile home man and yeah. everybody you know they weren't they were babies and they'd cry and everybody would be torn up all the time and you know how when you've got little kids everybody's crying and yelling and fighting and and <laughs> he, he was so not used to being a dad right that he yeah. would say what is wrong with y'all what is wrong with these kids you know and it that was a really difficult time oh and then God. and we kept going we would take them out there I would take all those kids on a plane and go out to um Arizona, it, it was outside of Phoenix and it was so hot. And mm -hmm. I mean, you know, and I'm, I think Phoenix is beautiful, but 
but I look back on it, I think, oh, I'm so glad. I don't know. I just don't think that was where we were supposed to be. Meanwhile, he got promoted again, and they moved us to Texas. And so then we still hadn't sold our house, but he he was at that point like, we've got to be together as a family. And so we we went to Texas. And then I ended up getting the shingles after you (gasps) moved your children across the United States. You know, they yeah, yeah, I had shingles in my 30s. And so oh, I yeah, think my husband uh, got shingles after we moved our whole family yeah. across the country. I oh, swear, no. I think I know that's what did it. Yeah. The stress of that. Yeah. Yeah. So, so then I think, oh gosh, there's a million stories of Texas of feeling broken. But then, <laughs> and then we moved back to Knoxville. And there's been many a thing back from that. But I just think it's so hard being a mom with little children. Well, Leanne, when you were, when your husband would come home, I mean, I'm putting my, I'm trying to put myself in your place. And for me, I would be like, thank God you're here. Goodbye. And I would want to like, just run screaming down the street. I would want to be alone. And I'm sure your husband also was probably like, I want to see you. I want Uh to have sex. And you, I mean, I, I would just, Oh, oh, I know. And I, and I don't know that we really, we've navigated that well. I think we, we probably should have taken more time for each other and had date nights and all that kind of stuff. But I think anybody, anywhere, if y'all are both stuck at home or you're, one's out working or one's out even doing stand up traveling, I mean, it's just hard. <laughs> I don't mean to be Debbie Downer, but it's oh, just no. hard. And you've got to take that time to be a husband and wife because you're going to need each other, you know? Definitely. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I have to say, over the last, you know, seven months doing, you know, during the pandemic, and quarantine, like, yeah, the idea of a date night, like, we are just trying to survive, which is also what I feel like what you're talking about is you are just trying to survive. Yes. And it's hard to self-care and, like, taking care of your marriage and date mm. nights and stuff. Like, it's so hard to manage that we're just trying to survive. Yeah, but, um, you know, I can honestly say, us being in the entertainment industry, my husband was always like, if you've got to go, you do whatever you got to do. He was always good about me traveling and doing, you know, and for Nick at Night to come in our house and film us or uh, all these things that have happened over the years. He's um, He's been really good about that. And, you know, he's a business kind of guy, just does not want any attention brought on him and uh he but and he doesn't understand what I do but he he get he wants me to do it and he gets it I mean I say he doesn't understand he he would not he would rather have pokers in his eyes than get up in front of people and do an act you know but but um but he's good about it and Leanne how far into were you always a comedian or did you start like were you already married and then you started to do stand up? Yes, I was married and had my first baby when I started dabbling in it. And then um, I didn't, I became, I, I say professional. I mean, I was in the middle of the Appalachian Mountains, but I became, I started getting paid and doing little gigs after I had my third baby. She was a year old and she's 22. Wow, so I had so three cool. babies when I got started. That's wow. very cool, though. You're right. It's very important to have a partner who um, they don't have to understand, but just to respect and support your dreams yeah. and your ambitions. Um, my husband's always been super supportive. And uh, even though we do a lot of the times we do the same thing. And sometimes that can be weird, too, because I know people who are married or have a partner who does comedy as well. And sometimes their partners can be competitive and resentful. Yeah. I was like that with Nick actually before, um, before we had kids, when we were just married, I felt like I'm working so hard. I'm working so much harder than you have to work to get on the same shows or, you know, whatever. And, uh, well, yeah, but then, um, and of course he was like, I'm sorry, I don't, you know, uh, and then the moment we had kids, I was like, please go make all of everything make some money yeah. um, um yeah. then this time um uh because the pandemic 
unfortunately took my job away. I was on tour and it was like the greatest job ever of my life. And, and Nick was also touring and, you know, was working in LA and it was like, you know, before I got the tour job, I would have two kids and he would be gone for the weekend, you know, and I was like, this cannot, this cannot continue. But he would come home and immediately take the kids and be like, you can go, you can run away if you want. <laughs> so um, I, I love, Leanne, that, you're, um, that your husband like isn't in the industry at all, but is so supportive. I think that's, that's like such a good combo for a comedian someone who's like oh i don't know but it's very impressive um that's really you cool. are oh my gosh leanne you're dolly parton <laughs> <laughs> oh i wish i mean isn't she something but um yeah, yeah but it you know it's been more, i've had more success after 20 years in comedy than i ever have it, uh, you know, I don't know. It, it's just like a gift mm. from heaven, really. Oh, at 55 years old to, um, you well, I mean, if it hadn't been for the stupid mean COVID, I would be on a hundred city tour right now, but it'll happen. It'll just be later on. Yeah. But it's okay. Well, you're wow. hilarious. And I'm so glad that your career is going uh, swimmingly. And I... <laughs> I hope Thank for all you. of us. Everything. Yeah, you are just absolutely delightful. I like want to watch everything that you've ever done. You're oh, so funny. No. Well, Thank you. Speaking Thank of you. which, Leanne, where can people like check out your your specials? Where where can they, you know, how can they get on your mailing list uh, so that they know when you're coming to their town? Um, yes, go to LeanneMorgan.com. Beautiful. And that and you'll be able to sign up for the Big Panty Nation. <laughs> my big panty tour for 2021 you'll find out what cities i'm gonna be in and um i'm on instagram twitter and facebook and all that kind of stuff and um um just hanging in there honey during the mean stupid covid hopefully this will be over soon and we can get out and do live shows and, yeah. and get to be with people again Amen. and all children can have halloween yeah <laughs> oh god <laughs> and by the time that this comes out, you'll be so close to having your grandbaby show up. So oh, no. I know. I'm on fire. Amy, oh. Amy is there anything you, um, people would, uh, oh, my God. How can they find you? What should they check out? Um, you know, I've mainly just been doing the Instagram. So at Amy Albert Cobb. And actually, the last time I co-hosted with you, Betsy, some uh, amazing listener sent me a little note and um it was just like made my whole week getting that note so so thanks guys for reaching out to me and um yeah so at amy albert cobb uh on instagram it is so nice when when listeners reach out like that i should say i i don't always get a chance to email back and in fact i rarely do but i do want to say that when when you all write and say like uh you know thank you for the show or you know it, it helped me out or even here's a silly story just know that I read those and I love them and a lot of times I will share them uh, with Ari or Amanda Allen um, and it really makes my day uh, so thank oh, you I, I, I feel very seen and I appreciate it when people take the time oh and please everyone if you have not please make sure to um, rate us uh, and review us in Apple Podcasts because it really helps our show and it helps with getting sponsors and all that good stuff. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm glad also, y'all have this. I'm glad y'all have this during the main COVID. Oh, the mean COVID. Ms. Yeah, Rona. Stupid COVID. I know. Uh, uh, what is, what is, oh, I don't know. I My brain just went dumb. Um, Oh, also, my husband, uh, you all uh, listening know, Ari Vukitis, and also uh, Jessica Eason, who is on the show all the time, along with another friend of ours, Corey Willis, we have put together an, an improv school. It's called Illuminati Improv, because uh, we're in the Illuminati, I guess. And uh, don't tell anyone we're in the Illuminati. It's cool. Um, but check out Illuminati, <laughs> IlluminatiImprov.com. We're going to be doing, um, like, improv workshops and all sorts of good stuff and so if anyone's interested in learning how to do improv or even just to like do just a fun workshop and uh and fuck around and like meet people uh you know come check us out and sign up on our on our little email list and we'll we'll let you know when stuff's happening 
Oh. Dude, that's awesome. Congrats. That's amazing. Oh, what a you. cool thing. I keep forgetting to mention it. <laughs> wow. Like, no one's signing up for classes. And it's like, oh, right, because we had <laughs> forgot to tell anyone. <laughs> it's <laughs> so awesome uh, Leanne you are doing a truly amazing job you mm-hmm. I am in yeah. awe of you and and I'm I feel so blessed that you came on the show thank you oh thank y'all for having me thank you so much and I um I I can't help but I'm a mother so I feel nurturing towards you and Amy, <laughs> I feel like I need to cook for y'all and wash your clothes and help y'all with all these little children See, I'm going to be a grandmother, so I could come in and do that if I if I lived in Los Angeles. Oh. But if I don't, I'm sorry. I would. I'd help y'all with ah. everything. Oh, uh, lovely. Thanks. I know Leanne. y'all are y'all hang in there with all this. Oh, y'all thank, you. On thank you. Thank um, you, Amy. You are doing a great job. Hang in there, friend. Thank you, my love. And Betsy, as always, you are doing a great job. Thank you. Yeah. Well, uh, if you uh, if you listening, if if uh, <laughs> If someone is trying to kick you for the first time and it makes your feelings very hurt, or if you're stuck at home alone for eight months with three children and you're just fucking touched out and you don't even know the phrase for it, or if someone's just smelling your gina, know that you are doing a great job. My mommy drinks. Hi, I'm Michelle Veray. And I'm Kimberly Trung, and we are the host of Crush Fictionally, a podcast all about your favorite fictional characters from movies, TV shows, and more. Each episode, we pick a theme, curate a list of characters that we love, why we love them, and some fun facts about the people who created them. So if you've ever felt a true connection with a fictional character, tune in to Crush Fictionally on Campfire Media or wherever you find your podcast. Campfire.